This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, more trouble arising from VA's new electronic health record. The Pentagon has decided to close its fueling depot in Hawaii. And along with many companies, the Postal Service is also on the hunt for more truck drivers. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. More problems for the VA's rollout of a new electronic health record system. The Spokane, Washington hospital that served as a pilot site stopped admitting patients and rescheduled appointments for a full day late last week during an outage involving the new Cerner system. Administrators initially told clinicians they should assume all of the records in the new system were corrupted, according to an email obtained by the local newspaper The Spokesman Review. VA says the system was eventually restored, but about 200 patient records were affected. The Defense Department says it will close its biggest fueling site in the Pacific. Federal News Network Scott Massioni has more. Red Hill Storage Facility in Hawaii has provided a strategic fueling station for the United States since World War II. Now, after multiple leaks, spills, and a community sickened by jet fuel in the water supply, the Pentagon says it's closing the site. The Defense Department will provide a plan for defueling the facility by the end of May. DOD says it will redistribute the fuel to other areas and work with industry partners on finding new storage locations. Scott Massioni. Federal News Network. The Air Force picks Project Arcwater as the winner of its 2022 Spark Tank competition. The contest asks airmen to develop innovative ideas that can better the service. The Arcwater system saves energy and provides drinking water by using solar fabric and environmental water harvesting. Airmen will be able to take the kit into the field to capture gallons of potable water. Two more agencies win $9 million under the Technology Modernization Fund. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has those details. The Postal Regulatory Commission and the Selective Service System become the first small agencies to earn loans from the Technology Modernization Fund. The TMF board announced PRC would receive $2.6 million to modernize its website, docket system, and data analysis tools. The Selective Service received a loan of $5.9 million to modernize its registration, compliance, and verification software. This is the second set of awards the TMF board made from the billion dollars it received under the American Rescue Plan Act last year. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Federal contractors who provide software to agencies soon will have to confirm that they're meeting minimum security requirements for an agency to use their product. But first, the Office of Management and Budget wants to hear from vendors about what this self-attestation process should look like. OMB and NIST are holding a public virtual workshop on March 23rd to obtain feedback from industry and other experts to inform future implementation guidance for federal procurement of secure software. NIST released the Secure Software Guidance and Development Framework in early February. The intelligence community gets a new chief information officer. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. Director of National Intelligence Avril Haines announced Adele Merritt will be the intelligence community's next CIO. Merritt has served in several positions throughout the IC over more than two decades. She started her career at the National Security Agency and also served as Deputy CIO for Cyber at the Department of Energy. Merritt was on the National Security Council during the Obama administration. Most recently, she worked as Program Manager at Dreamport, a cybersecurity innovation nonprofit created by U.S. Cyber Command. Justin Doubleday. 
Federal News Network. Agencies have a new guide for securing their mobile environments. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency published guidance for applying zero trust principles to enterprise mobility. CISA says special consideration is needed for mobile devices given their widespread use and rapid changes in the technology. The guide comes as agencies look to achieve zero trust goals by the end of fiscal year 2024 as part of a new White House strategy. CISA is accepting comments on the new mobile security paper through April 18th. The IRS, amid a challenging tax filing season, formally launches its Taxpayer Experience Office. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman reports. The officially launched Taxpayer Experience Office has a roadmap for work the IRS should focus on over the next five years. Much of it is informed by President Joe Biden's executive order, signed last year, focused on improving customer service in government. Ken Corbin will lead the office in addition to his role as the commissioner of the IRS's Wage and Investment Division. Congress mandated that the IRS create this office as part of the Taxpayer First Act that passed in 2019. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The U.S. Capitol Police have made hundreds of improvements to address lessons learned from the January 6th attacks, but the department has a long way to go when it comes to morale and leadership issues. That's one of the conclusions of a new wide-ranging assessment of the police force by the Government Accountability Office. GAO says its own survey largely mirrored the agency's federal employee viewpoint survey results in recent years, with only 50 to 60 percent of employees saying the Capitol Police was a good place to work, with many pointing to an absence of leadership. And a national shortage of truck drivers hits home for the Postal Service. Its inspector general finds the agency has been more than a thousand drivers short since at least 2018. The IG office finds USPS drivers are putting in more overtime hours to make up for the shortage. USPS is running a pilot program to train employees who already drive lighter duty mail trucks to drive larger tractor trailers. More than 9,000 USPS employees work for its postal vehicle service. The agency hires more than 1,700 contracted staff to drive longer highway routes. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply.